Holy cow, is this really happening? Are we back? We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us yet again on the Almost Brothers Podcast. We are so excited to be back with you on this Christmas Eve Eve episode. We are back. New season. Let's go. Yes, that is me on the guitar. I am just kidding. That is not me at all. New theme music, new intro music, just a new year, new us. So glad to be back with y'all. We are so excited, so pumped for uh, what God has in store for this podcast going forward. Uh, Jeremiah is not with us today, but today we are here to introduce the newest Almost Brother the newest almost brother. Yeah, that, that sounds good. Yes, the newest almost brother. We got Pastor Richard Randall. How's it going, bud? I'm good. How are you, man? Not too bad. Not too bad. How, and if y'all, if any of y'all lives to us for any length of time, you know that this is Richard. He's been on the, the podcast before, but he is now an official member of the Almost Brothers podcast. Going to be here every week. Yay. I'll say every week. Sometimes we take weeks off or sometimes we, you know, we're out of town or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're excited to have you. So what we're going to do is just kind of break it down a little bit of, of who you are and, and, and how we met and, and just, you know, kind of, uh, you've had an impact on my life. I know probably vice versa. Absolutely. Um, so, um, we're just excited to have you on here, man. I'm glad to be here. I'm so, so just, yeah, break it down for us. <clears throat> well, I'm not always going to sound like this. I'm getting over strep throat <laughs> right now. So sounding a little rough. Um, I'm Richard Randall. Uh, I've only lived in Malden for about four years now or so. Uh, Seems like an eternity. Feels like a while. (laughs) I love it here though. It's, it's, it's quiet. No, you know, nobody messes with us. It's a, it's a nice place to raise a family, you know? So, and I've got a big one. Yeah. Oh Lord have mercy, man. (laughs) Yeah, you're like almost like the Brady Bunch. Uh, well, I think we overtook them right, a few right. kids ago. You'd have to have a lot smaller squares in your little <laughs> opening video. Yeah, uh, after we adopt the three we're looking at now, I'm looking at an even dozen. That's crazy. Children. Yeah, football team plus a sub. Yeah, mm. that's what we're thinking. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna dominate right. at the family reunion. Yeah, I know. Right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> You're gonna be the team at the family reunion, like nobody else. That's it. Just yeah, it's funny, but it's good. We, you know, me and my wife Jennifer. Hey, babe, love you. Uh, we, Avid listener. Uh, she will be absolutely. <laughs> uh, but we've been married uh, 13 years. Be 14 years in January. So very soon, um, she is awesome. She is. She has been. Such an amazing person in my life that I that I I always tell people that because I have been married before. Let's get that out of the way. Uh, and the secret to a good marriage is to marry a woman you don't deserve, and that's what I've done this time. Marry up for sure. Marry yeah. up. Yeah, yep. I traded up. That's, that's what funny. I did. Yeah, went to the Mercedes dealer and got that. And got guy. the good. Yeah, but yeah, she's awesome. Or Tesla, and more whatever. The, oh, sorry. The electric car, guy, a, man. I just don't understand it. But yeah, she's she's very cool, and we we do foster. Uh, we've done that for a couple of years now, and it's it's been an adventure. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, I think we're about to the end of that road. Um, I think we're we're where God led us to 
to be on that. So we're we're about done with that, and uh, it's been awesome, man. It's, it's oh, yeah. been a ride. Well, it's cool to watch y'all like impact these kids' lives, you know. Yeah. And not only kind of younger kids yeah. now that you got, but also some teenagers that you've had, you know, yeah. kind of come in and out of your house. Yeah, so. we still have contact with most of the kids that we've had come through. We yeah. had one at Thanksgiving just come by and dropped in. Yeah, hi. I forgot. Yeah, I forgot Dylan. Yeah, did. Yeah. Dylan, yeah. yeah. He uh, he's living in Sykeston, working in construction, making a life for himself. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, the impact's been there. So, yeah. hopefully, that continues on in their lives. That's so awesome. Yeah, and we uh we recently, you know, uh, planted a church. I know we kind of talked on here, I believe, before about you know that's where we were we were headed. So uh, Richard here is one of our staff pastors there at, at our church. So yep. um, we we joke around. We call him the food pastor, but uh, he does a little bit of everything. We're a lot an of official time, right? Not an actual thing. <laughs> But I know you do a lot, man. You know, you wear a lot of hats and we're we're just so grateful and thankful for you and, and your family and, and you know, just kind of the the already the fingerprint that you've had on the church and on on all of our lives is just amazing and it it, it can't go unsaid. So uh Well I think it's you. just awesome, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. It's just I, awesome to have you around. I don't like it when you do that, but <laughs> it's your favorite thing. I know. Yeah. But yeah, I, I do uh, you know, uh I do enjoy serving. I, I think that's what every Christ, every Christian is called to do. Yeah, you know, love others as we are to love ourselves, right? And you can't do that without serving people, right? Can't do it. Yeah. I, I think that's something that's really missing from today's church is service. Yeah. So, and we've talked about that a lot. Oh so. yeah, yeah. It's the it's the foundation, man. Mm-hmm. It, it it should be anyway. You know, for for some places it's not, but it should be. That's right. that's where it starts. So. And I know, I know today's subject. What we're going to talk about. I know, I know you struggle with it. I know I struggle with it, and I think a lot of people struggle with it in and out of the church, in and out of ministry, just all around and all together. Is kind of this idea of of, of being out of place and feeling feeling out like you're in a space that you don't belong, that you're not worthy to be there. And um, I, I know that I feel that way. You know, especially lately, stepping into the lead pastor role, as opposed to what I've known, you know, my whole ministry life, which is youth pastoring, it's kind of stepping into that role to where you almost feel like, like, man, I'm, I'm an imposter. You know, it's that imposter syndrome, that, that idea of, man, do I really belong here? Am I really capable of being in this group of people? You know, I know I told y'all I had the opportunity to, to lead a prayer at the city hall and I'm just sitting there ahead of time. And it's just like, man, like I feel so out of place in here, you know, cause we know who we are. We know, right. we know all the things that we struggle with and that we deal with. And it's like, man, these are like the, the big people in town. Like right. who am I to even be in this room? And it's just so amazing that, that we feel that way, but it, it's almost like God nudging you on the shoulder. Just like, yeah, but I'm, I, I'm the one that got you here. Like that's the people that he wants to use. Those that feel like, Oh man, I, I'm not even worthy to be. He's like, yeah, I made you. I made you worthy. I'm the one that got you there. You know, so it was cool being in that room and kind of like, man, this is weird. And it's like, I just started crying. It's like, God, like I couldn't have made it into this room without you, right. you know? So what are some of the things I know, I know you've talked about it, like even on the prison worship team or just kind of in many aspects of our lives. Right. Like what is one thing that you do that you find yourself doing when you feel that just kind of like, Oh man, do I even belong here? Yeah. And it's, it, it happens like you said, in and out of ministry, you know, just life in general, it happens. But 
especially in ministry when you're doing God's work because you you feel like it's that important because it is. Yeah. And when that weight is added to whatever you're doing, it it becomes something that you want to do well. Yeah. And if you feel a certain incapability in that, that adds to that. Yeah. So even when I first became ordained, which has only been a couple of years ago, it was it was like so humbling to even consider where I came from to where I had gotten at yeah. that point because you know I've <laughs> keep listening you'll hear about my life I promise you I am one of the most transparent people you will ever meet to the point that you'll want to tell me to shut up but I've been through some stuff and for me to go cuz I didn't come to Christ till I was 38 years old right so to come from that to a pastor <clears throat> and now helping to plant a church, it's an incredible thing that only happened through God. Right. That's it. I mean, that, but God. Right. That's it. Yeah. So once you once you say it couldn't have happened without God, then nothing happens without God. Right. So you can rely on him to continue to be faithful because you know he has been and will be. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and it's I think that's that's why he uses people of that mindset, you know, the people that don't deserve to be there and don't have the capability to do what they're doing. But it's like, isn't it amazing? It's like, yeah, that's so that God can get the glory so that people can look at that and go, there's no way they should be here. There's no way they should be leading. There's no way they should be doing this. Like, how are they able to do this? Like, it's God. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just God. That's why I tell people when I get up and preach, it's like, I'm not that good of a speaker, but God has just, opened me up and and been able to use me in this amazing way because it's him and not me. I get up there and I can't put a message together. I don't have the words to say. I don't, I'm not that, you know, creative. I mean, I think I'm creative, but I'm not that creative, but it's like, as I get up there and things get put together and, and this message gets put together and everybody's like, Oh man, that was, that was so good. It's like, yeah, that's not me. I'm, I'm not that good. Again, you know, me behind the scenes, if you know me personally, it's like, he's kind of (laughs) awkward most of the time. Kind of. Yeah, right. Ryan, uh, you're hilarious. <laughs> uh, so funny. But yeah, so it's like it's like it's God uses those people that way he can get the glory out That's of it. Right. You know, so it's I feel like we're all imposters. Like right. none of us deserve to right. be where we're at, but it's amazing to watch God do. I mean, I feel that way even just dropping my kids off at school. Right. And all these other kids are getting out and they've got like the the brown, like the big lunch box and all this stuff. And I'm like, we just got out of bed 10 minutes ago. Like, like I'm just, I'm just happy. Right. I'm just, I get up before seven o'clock and it's just like, let the, let the clouds open up and let everybody cheer because like, look, okay, I'm doing what I can, but you got like super mom Susan over mm-hmm. here. Like that's got her kid just ready. I'm like, I'm an imposter. Like I am a horrible parent. And we do that. When we watch Facebook with people's yeah. vacations, yeah. with people's jobs, with people people living their best life yeah. online, boy. Yeah. That's what we want. We yeah. want that best life. We don't see the everyday things that right. we struggle with. And that's because people don't share their struggles. They just want to talk about the good stuff. Yeah. The struggles are important. Yeah. It's what happens in between the good the great stuff. Yeah. That's where God is really present. Yeah. And, and that's he is. And I think that's where people relate to you more you know we look up to those that have it together 
but we relate to those that struggle with the same things that we struggle with or that's right. been through the things that we struggle with. That's who we relate to. So that's how God will work. You know, he'll work in our in our mess ups and our slip ups and be able to speak to people and go, oh, OK, because I think that everybody I think anybody that steps into a church feels like an imposter, like, oh, how many times have we heard people, you know, oh, I can't go in there. Right. It'll burn down and the roof will cave in. I've said it. Right. Right. <laughs> because we all feel like imposters. Right. I don't deserve to be there. Who am I to, you know, so I think that when we share that, when we when we let people understand, like. I feel that way. You feel that way. We all feel that way. It's like they relate to that and they go, oh, okay. So this is a normal thing for me to feel that, that just like, I don't, I don't belong here. But then all of a sudden you relate to somebody, you go, okay, I do belong here because they belong here. Right. So they accept me here. You know, and that's what's great about the Bible. You know, what you was talking about God using people, the Bible is chock full of just broken people that God used to do amazing things. Yeah. And the only way that showed God's glory is how broken they were. Yeah. That's, that's what it was. You know, Moses, David, whoever you're talking about, yeah. it was a broken person that failed over and over again. And God said, okay, I got you. Yeah. Just get back up and we'll get this done. Yeah. And it was done because it was God's will that it be done. Right. Yeah. And he used those people, man. And in a mighty way, and people were able to look at him and go, this person's broken and God still using them. Like maybe he could use me. Right. You know, and I think that I think that many churches and many people just in all aspects of life forgot that. Mm-hmm. For they forget that, oh man, I've I've messed up too before. Right. You know, we look at, you know, maybe somebody who's down on their luck and don't have a job, or maybe somebody that that, you know, has messed up. Well, I can't believe they've done that. Forgetting that, man. We were there. Yeah, I've been there before. I've been that person before, and we forget that. And now we're on our high horse, and we think we've yeah. got it all together. So we'll judge them instead of saying it's okay. Like, that's, right. you know, I've been there, and I went through that as a as a baby Christian. Yeah, it's a term I learned. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> in my walk here. <laughs> but uh, when I first got saved, you know, I was like, oh, I've, I've I'm saved. I've got this figured out. Yeah, I got this. So you know, people would be. I struggle with whatever, and I'd be like, well, let me tell you how to fix that. Right, right. I've got it all together. I've got a month under my belt. <laughs> I've got yeah. the answers for you. Yep. I didn't. <laughs> no, not so much. <laughs> but that's just what we've got to use, what God has given us. Yep. And that's, you know, now that I've been through, you know, several different churches that I've been to and, you know, some church hurt, that sort of thing, God uses all that stuff. For a reason, for a purpose, he puts you where you need to be, and I believe he has done that. He has he has connected us at Remnant. He has connected us through this ministry, through this podcast, through everything that we do in our lives to serve him. Yeah, to make sure that his will be done. Yeah, and I think the especially for me, and I think for a lot of people, that the easiest way to help that with that. Imp- imposter syndrome and that type of thinking because it can be crippling to where you don't step into the calling that God has on your life because you don't feel worthy you don't feel like you can and that may be true but with God you know of course we know we that that we could do it but I think the 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 biggest thing that we have to do is manage our expectations and understand that that I've got to walk with him to get this done that this is beyond who I am if it's not beyond who you are then it's something that can just be done in your own strength. 
God's never going to call you to do something that you can do in your own strength. He's going to call you to step out in faith and to do something that just seems so unreachable that way he can get the glory. You know, so I think managing your expectations and understanding, yes, I'm not worthy to be here. Yes. I'm an imposter an imposter in this moment, but with God with me, man, every door that he wants to open, he can open everything that he wants to accomplish. He can accomplish. So all we have to do is walk in that humility of knowing that I am an imposter. I am not capable of being where I'm at, but with God, he's going to be beside me and I'm going to get in places I should never be in because he's that good. So I think just manage your expectations and understanding walk humble, but walk with your head held high. Right. You know, and it's possible to misunderstand a calling as well. You know, whether it's you misunderstand the calling itself or misunderstand the the scale of the calling, yeah, because it's God's will, and if we misunderstand God's will, that's that we're still trying to walk in God's you know yeah. God's purpose. So it just we need to be willing to take God's direction when it comes in whatever form that may be, yeah, and say, look, that was my bad, yeah, we're going to take a different direction, right. so you know I, I misunderstood, yeah. And that's, again, that's, that's, that's a humble thing Yeah. to where a lot of, a lot of preachers get to a point to where they think I built all this. Right. This is, this is all me. Right. <laughs> yeah. None of it's you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and once you forget that, there's, there's, I mean, you just need to get on your knees. Yeah. Because yeah. Cause you can't, you can't have that direction without correction. Right. You just can't. It's never going to happen. You're never going to make every right. Down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Put that in the notes. <laughs> because you're not. You're you're never going to just make every decision perfectly all right. the time. Nobody does. Right. Anybody that says, oh, my goodness, I know exactly what God wants at all times. You're a liar. Right. You are a liar. No, you don't. So you've got to be able to to do that, to, to be humble enough to go, that was my bad. Yep. That was we went this way when we should have went that way. That was on me because that's correcting yourself. That's walking humbly going, oh, okay, crap. I messed up there because, you know, we, we, we all get these moments where we think that we hear God's voice and we go the wrong way and how you, you react to that is how everything else is going to go because you're never going to get that full direction of where God wants you to be. If you can't be corrected, Mm -hmm. if God can't smack you on the back of the head and go, Hey, this is the way we should have went. You, that was, that was you. And be and especially if you're leading people, that's what people want to hear. That's the leader that people want to be with. Right. Not one that has it all together. They want to be with one that when they mess up, they go, That was me. Mm-hmm. That's my bad. Right. Let's go this way. Cool. I'll follow that person. Let's go. Yep. All day. Who I can't follow is the one that it's everybody else's fault. It's your fault. It's their fault. It's his fault. It's her fault. It's not mine. Anybody but mine. Right. That is a leader that nobody wants to follow. Right. And usually it's that type of leader that is the one that nobody does follow that's trying to do everything in their own strength, that thinks highly of themselves, that they're the ones that get it, gets in the room and looks at everybody else and go, I can't believe y'all are here with me. Right. They're the ones not walking humbly. Right. They're the ones that don't get that feeling of, man, God, I, I couldn't be here without you. No, they think that they got there. Right. You know, and, and they're usually the ones working themselves to death because try to do it in their own strength. Right. So I think just that walking humbly, but walking with authority, mm-hmm. that's a hard line to, you know, well, that, you know, you mentioned the praise and worship team earlier. Yeah. I do sing on the praise and worship team. Uh, 
But I'm constantly down on myself. I'm constantly think, think saying, God, this this is terrible. I, why am I here? What am I doing? Yeah. This is not representing God well. This is not good. This is not. That's in my head. It's yeah. it's, it's the enemy telling me not to serve God right. with what. And I know I sound horrible right now, but when I sing, I think it's decent. Yeah, you know, it's it's not horrible. Yeah, and I just have to physically tell myself. That you're serving. Yeah. This is how you serve. Continue. Move forward. Yeah. Just keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where it starts. It starts, you know, the the head is the devil's playground, man. That's where right. it gets. It gets into our head and he and he makes us he makes us think less of ourselves to where we just don't want to do it. Right. That imposter syndrome overcomes us and we go, All right, look, um, and we start stepping back from where God has us planted at. You know, and we, we go, Well, I don't feel like I'm able to do it. And again, that's that hard road to walk. That's a hard line to walk is walking humbly, but walking in authority. Right. It's very hard to walk both. You know, usually you've got those that are just, oh, well, you know, I just couldn't do it without the Lord. And I, I mean, that are just, that are overly humble. You know, right. the ones that, oh yeah, just give it up to God and give it to daddy God. And they'll never, never take that authority of this is who God has called me to be. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always, oh, I can't do that. No, 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 not me. I'm not capable of doing that. And it's like you've got to be able to do both, to step and walk in the calling that he has for you while also walking humbly. Right. And it's hard. It's it tough. Is, it is tar- hard because you got people that will immediately call you out if they consider you to be prideful. Yeah. But they'll immediately call you out if they consider you to be too humble. Right. You know, or not serving. Yeah. So, Churches are hard, yeah. And there's a lot and they're hard on each other, yeah. man. They were, yeah. yeah, yeah. But that, I mean, Jesus never said this would be an easy walk, right? So it's worth it. Yeah, is all that matters. It's it's worth it. Yeah, because I mean, it, there is a point to where you walk you walk so humbly that you're scared to death mm-hmm. of anybody who dis- disagrees with you. You know, so somebody comes at you with something that is clearly written in the word. And then now, oh, I don't want to argue with who am I to to tell them otherwise, and you cower down to people. So you've right. got to be able to stand up and say, no, like this is, right. you know, Christ walked humbly. He washed feet, but he also flipped tables. Right. You've got to be able to do both. Right. He's the lion and the lamb. Right. you got to be able to do both. You know, we want to walk like he walked, you know, so not Ewoks, not Star That's Wars, not sponsored. Thing. Whole nother thing. That's another episode. <laughs> But yeah, you know, to be to be able to do both, and and I think that that's one of the answers because, of course, we don't have the answer. It would be so easy. It would be if we Man. just had that. But I think that's one of the answers, just to be able to walk that line of both, which is just something that's so tough to do, especially in our day to day. And that's so, the yeah. thing is, just our daily walk. Yeah, you know, we can sit here right now talking about what we're talking about. Yeah, and then tomorrow we'll wake up and be like. I should have said this on oh, the yeah. podcast. I should have said this. Oh, mon- oh Monday this. during service. Yeah. I will get up there or, you know, right before I walk on stage, I will have that feeling of right. I'm not worthy to be here. Like, right. why, I, why am I even here? Right. You know, God, I know who I am. I know the stuff I struggle with. Like, uh, I don't deserve to be here. Right. And it could get in your head, man, and it can completely derail what God wants to do in that moment. Right. You know, so same with you. Getting up there singing. Ah. Uh, you know, yeah. especially when, when we start getting all of our people together mm-hmm. on the team and then, you know, you're kind of the first one that goes, Oh yeah. Cause it's like, 
I'm the the new guy. It's intim- Yeah, it's intimidating. I mean, most of the people on our praise and worship team have been doing it for ever. Yeah. So it's like I'm not I'm not good enough, quote unquote, right. to be up there with them. It's not the case, you yeah. know, because it sounds amazing when yeah. we all sing together. So I know that in my head, but I just have to remember that. Yeah. And it's every day. Every day. So anybody out there that, that maybe struggles with this, I think we all do in some aspect of our lives, whether it be your job, whether it be your kids. I mean, it could be whatever. And even in your marriage, there's many times where I wake up, I'm like, I'm just not a good enough husband as where I should be after almost 17 years. Uh, like, yeah. I should be so much better. I should be doing so much more. So I do. I feel like, oh, my goodness, man. Like, what am I doing? But just knowing that, that, yeah, of course, there's every aspect of our life where we can improve, where we could do better, but just know, just do your best. You know, when your head hits the pillow at night, just know, God, you had me, you got me through this day. Right. I struggled. I failed in a lot of different directions and a lot of different areas, but you know what? Let's improve tomorrow and just improve every day. Just try to get better in all those aspects of our life. And I think that that's what this Christian walk really is. It's just one step at a time, one slip up at a time, one time getting up, you know, righteous man falls seven times, seven times he gets up. It's just getting up, getting up, getting up. So just knowing that and knowing that none of us are where we should be. Amen. Come on, somebody. Well well, what else you got, man? That's you want to end it? Uh, said, that's good. That's, <laughs> that's good. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Well, we are excited to have you on, man. Uh, I'm I'm super excited oh, about so where pumped. God's going to take this. I yeah. mean, it's, it's going to be an amazing, amazing thing. Yeah, and we've got some some great guests lined up. We've got a bunch of good episodes coming up. Uh, make sure y'all get with us on Facebook. We've got a Facebook account, Almost Brothers Podcast, on Facebook. Um, get with us. Any questions, any comments, we'll read them on uh, on the, the the episode. We'll try to get with you. I'd love to have some of y'all on. Um, and then I think what we're going to do in the next upcoming year in 2023, we're going to try to meet up at a few locations and record some episodes so y'all can come out and meet us. We can meet you and uh, maybe even get some merch. Ooh, look out now. What's up? Love to have that. So we love y'all. We appreciate you. God bless. Have a merry, merry Christmas. Let's go. Very good. Very good.